Hi, this is John Bell, and you're listening to Zombie Astronaut Frequency of Fear. <laughs> The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Frequency Light. All of the wraparound, but none of the OTR. Mmm, so refreshing. Uh, oh, excuse me. Delicious. Mr. Taliesin, your guests have arrived, sir. Excellent, Beatrice. Please, show them to my study. The study you're in presently, the study in the south wing of Taliesin Manor, the study in the north-northeast wing of Taliesin Manor, or the new study you just had built in the basement. Show them to the study in the west end of the east wing. Oh, I like that study, sir. It smells so nice. Thank you, Beatrice. Because this one smells like crap, sir. Thank you, Beatrice. Literally. Like excrement. That will be all, Beatrice. And that smell is the smell of my lab. And it smells of chemicals, not feces. Mule! 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 Yes, Bertram. Beatrice told me. I have a guest. Mule! 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 Yes, you are a good boy. Have a sardine. Mule! 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 Here you go, Bertram. Oh. Now, you'll have to excuse me. I have an appointment. Mule! 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 No, Bertram. I'm busy. We'll play with the string later. My apologies for the delay, Mr... My word, it's... it's Dog Defiant! Right you are, Sir Taliesin. And this is Professor Peter P. Picklepepper. How do you do, Taliesin? I'm sure... Wow! Uh. Dog Defiant! If you're here, then I assume Sharky Samson is here. Somewhere. Right here, citizen. I was disguised as the door to your study. Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> I knew it! You might have refrained from... Squeezing the doorknob so tightly, you racked me something awful. Oh, uh, mm, sorry about that. My fault for making the doorknob the codpiece of the outfit, really. You don't look that tall. On my tiptoes. Ah. Teleason, I fear we're not here for a social visit. Oh, my dangly bits! Mew, mew, mew! Thank you, Bertram. You can put the tea over there. Thank you, kind sir. I appreciate the... What the... Uh, uh, it, it appears Bertram is crowled up in my lap. I don't mind so much, but he's making biscuits. Please excuse Bertram, gentlemen. He was raised by kittens. Stop licking my hand. Your tongue is quite rough. No doubt, David. No one wants to hear about that right now. That will be all, Bertram. Mule! By the way... What's happened to the real door of my study? I'm afraid we have business more urgent than your door to attend to, Taliesin. A dear friend and colleague, Professor Wheaton Barley, made a recent trip to Slumgullia to investigate a series of unexplained deaths. Since then, his colleagues and fellow adventurers have lost contact with him. We've examined his notes, and we believe he suspected the unexplained deaths were the result of a nest of feral vampires. Oh dear. 
Nasty things, feral vampires, mindless, blood-sucking fiends. They can't be... You! 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 No, Bertram. You! Bad Bertram. You. Leave this room at once. You! Probably chasing him off. As I was saying, they can't be reasoned with. They don't display the parapsychic abilities normally attributed to vampires, but they spread at an alarming rate. If Professor Wheaton Barley discovered a nest, we may already be too late to save Slumgulia. Then there's no time to waste. You, Pickle Pepper, and myself will leave on my personal supersonic jet immediately. Sharky's not going as well? Nope. I have allergies. Allergies? To vampires. Itchy nose, watery eyes, the whole thing. I see. And I'm still missing a buttock. Come in! Hey, Doc. Why, hello. It's a lovely day, isn't it? I'm out of here. What? You just got here. Whenever you sound this happy when I come over, it's because you're about to experiment on me, and I'm not having it. Experiment on you? Don't be silly. I've learned it's much easier to break into your home and experiment on you while you're sleeping. What? Besides, I'm in a good mood, because I'm getting an award. Who's giving you an award? Try not to sound so surprised. What was, uh... Oh, when I made that idiot Von Martinez stop trifling with my time machine experiments, he decided to start his own experiment to manipulate time by eating beef jerky and mayonnaise sandwiches too fast and running around the castle like a buffoon. All he's accomplished so far is vomiting in almost every room in the castle. I see. That nincompoop has started sleepwalking, too. He can't even stop annoying me when he's asleep. I'm trying to travel to the ceramic period. Ceramic period? Uh, so, what, so what about this award thingy? Did somebody find it in the bottom of a Cracker Jack box? For your information, it's someone in my hometown... I can only assume those yokels have finally gotten over whatever petty grievances they have regarding my family and realized anything I or my father might have done to them in the past was in the name of science. Your father? You've never talked about... Never mention my father again! But, but, but you're the one that brought up your father... Never mention okay, my... Okay, okay! So what kind of award are they giving you? Gotta eat the dirty faster! A plaque? A pretty big one, if I hear the letter correctly. What do you mean... If you heard the letter correctly. Well, Lobo read it to me while I was uh, sewing the paperboy's arm to his forehead. I heard the word plaque and my heart skipped a beat. You know, in that way it does after I have ten or eleven pies for breakfast. Only it didn't hurt as much and I didn't black out. Can Lobo read? Of course. I've been teaching him. He can also count to three and five-eighths. Is that the letter? Let me, uh, let me read. Ow! No! Why'd you slap my hand? I just want to read the... Ow! Ah, no. My letter. I just want to make sure Lobo read it right. Oh, there's no time for thoroughness. Thoroughness. Is, is that a word? Thoroughness? Thoroughness. Thoroughness. Sounds, sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? Thorality. Th uh, Thoroughopoly? Th thorum... Thoroughmolite? Thoristocraticalosophy? Thoromololomolo. Well, there's no time for double checking. Gotcha. Pack your bags, zombie. We are going to Slumgalia. Thanks for preparing the Defiant One for takeoff, David Lee Roth. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yes, I have to admit I'm impressed, David. Typically, you don't display that kind of responsibility voluntarily. Maybe you are maturing after all. Sure, I'll get the Defiant One ready for takeoff for 50 bucks. Ah, uh, yes! Thank you. So, uh, what will you be doing while I'm working on the Defiant One? Karaoke? Truly a proud moment for you. So tell us more about these feral vampires, Taliesin. As you well know, all vampires are created by another vampire. With each generation, vampires lose more and more of the previous humanity, resembling something more animal than man. When vampires begin nesting, it's an indicator of how primal that particular generation has become. They're less careful about choosing victims. They feed without self-control. They lose all sense of fashion. Yes, they start dressing like Dexie's Midnight Runners, the poor, stupid, tasteless bastards. I think we'd all agree that wearing animal print spandex pants does not make one fashionable. We can do without your flippant comments, Mouthy McMotherson. Anything else we should know? No, they don't sparkle in the sunlight. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Most vampires are destroyed the same way. Excessive amounts of silver in the system. Wooden stakes. Beheading. Anything non-traditional. I have developed something highly experimental. I like it already. Please tell me it's dangerous. Not really. I created a solution that contains silver halides, which are the chemicals used in photo development and to make glasses darken in sunlight. If we spray these things with the solution, exposure to ultraviolet lights can affect them in the way sunlight would. Fascinating. How about mystical means, Prof? I know a few spells to keep those filthy beasts at bay, but the only way to truly dispatch a creature of evil with a mystical talisman is to use the eye of Yabba-Dabba. But Dr. Despicable broke the only one in existence, stupid mad scientist. Dr. Despicable... Oh, I loathe that unscrupulous sociopath. I dream of the day I get to crush that villain in my remarkable fists. Those are pretty remarkable fists. Most certainly. I like the way the veins knit on the backs of them. See that? Oh, yeah. Um, looks like a houndstooth pattern. So are we at the airport yet? What airport? The Slumgullia is in Eastern Europe, isn't it? How else are we going to get there? We're in Slumgullia now, my friend. What? How do we get to Slumgullia in the Winnipeg? An unspecified number of time travel experiments that have irreparably damaged the space-time continuum. But that's not the point. We've arrived at Despicable Manor. Uh, I hate this place. Oh, Poppycock, you love this place. You just hate the people inside it. Now let's go. Where am I? Wait just a second. It worked! <laughs> wow! If I had to guess by surveying my surroundings... Hello, surroundings! I guess... Hey! I've traveled to the Winnebago period! <laughs> Alright, pull the bell rope. Why me? 
The last time I pulled the rope, a gargoyle fell off the roof and nearly squashed me. Why don't I stand over by the Winnebago and you pull the bell rope? I can't pull ropes. My hands are prone to chafing. What? Look, buddy, now this see is your here, house. You, you pulled a darn bell rope. I'm not getting house. squashed I'm because my you needed to make this stupid trip to Slumgullia to get like some weird validation from a handful of locals you stuck needles in. Peasley, you gave me quite a start. Where's, uh... Miss Harpley. Herpes. Harpley. Miss Harpley. You know the sex-starved fishwife that made one heck of a mediocre pot of tea? Beasley give lady hugs. Well, that doesn't explain... To death. I see. Zombie, try not to look too cuddly. I'll be the Winnebago. Beasley's new mummy friend coming inside. I'm not a... Fine, I'm a mummy. Just don't squish me. Dr. Despicable. Surprised to see me, Miss Harridan? <laughs> you probably didn't have time to set up any booby traps for me. You mean like this one, darling? <laughs> that was close. Okay, so the piano hanging from the ceiling was a nice touch. I started setting that one up as soon as the villagers arrived here two days ago with torches and pitchforks. Broke one of my garden norms, the filthy peasants. Wasn't there a chandelier where the piano was just hanging from the ceiling? I'm sure the chandelier will find you later. Don't you mean I'll find the chandelier? No, darling. No, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Why was there a mob here? Why don't you ask a doctor here, darling? I assume he did something to irritate them. I mean, they're used to me spitting on them and throwing starlight mints at their children, so it wasn't anything I did, this time. Well, that's certainly strange behavior for people honoring me with a plaque. Doc, would you give me that letter already? Oh, fine, just fine. But you're going to discover only love and adoration and huggy-kissy sentiment on that piece of paper. Possibly a couple of blueberry pie stains. Let's see. Oh, great. Just great. <laughs> Jealous, aren't you? No! This letter isn't about a plaque, it's about a plague. There's a vampire plague in Slumgullion, and they think you did it. Oh dear. So, uh, how angry is Mother Despicable? <laughs> Darling, she demanded the shotgun. Drat. She must be really angry. She has a marked preference for bladed weaponry. Sir, we're over Slumgallia. All right, everybody. Strap on up, parachute. What? Slumgullia has no airport, so we're going to have to leap out of the jet. Leap? Out of a supersonic jet? Do you have the brain fevers? It's not as bad as it sounds. Just make sure you miss the jets when you jump out. Wouldn't want to lose you so soon. What? <laughs> lose us? Curse splat! <laughs> what? No! You, sir, are insane. Aw, come on, Prof. Insane in the membrane. And don't call me Prof. And I'm assuming I get to stay in the aircraft, since I've already told you everything I know about vampires and whatever. You guys. What the devil was that? Something took out the left jet. We're going down. Good news, guys. We're crash landing. What did you say, Captain Crazy Man? My bladder is suddenly so small. Thought you'd be happy you didn't have to jump out of the jet after all. Jeez Louise, you guys are so gosh darn difficult to please.
We made it! That was fun! Haven't crashed a jet in, oh, about a month and a half. Although the pilot actually lived through the last crash. I don't feel so good. My apologies, Dr. Fight. I've splattered a bit of a delightful coat de veau fromage I had earlier all over your seats. Although since the plane is presently on fire, I don't suppose it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Prof, I have no idea what the heck that fellow's saying, but he's a hoot. Phew, that's a relief. So is Mother Despicable angry with you? Not as angry as I expected she'd be. See, only four stab wounds. So are we going home now? Well... Please say we're going home. Mother Despicable wants me to fix this vampire plague thing before we go. Believe me, you don't want to get on the wrong side of Mother Despicable. Well, I'm finding a way home. This isn't my mess. Well... What? What did you do? Um, I sort of told her it was all your fault. You bastard. I gave her your address, too. You big, big bastard. Oh, don't worry. They're just vampires. Everything will be fine. Will it, Doc? Will it? (laughs) (laughs) So what we'll do first is stop at an inn just outside of town. Maybe if we do a little eavesdropping, we can get a feel for what's going on with this vampire plague business. (sighs) So what's the name of this inn? The Spattered Blood of the Dying Traveler. Very touristy place, as I'm sure you can tell by its name. Oh, God. I am saying important things into a tape recorder. I saw Dr. Distractable do this once, so it must be important and good. Important thing number one. I have no idea where I am. Like Tony Danza in that episode of Who's the Boss, where he had no idea where he was. Oh, oh my goodness! You startled me. Important thing number five. This must be one of the people of the Winnebago period. Do you speak American? Hmm. Let's see. Woohoo! I've already learned the language of the people of the Winnebago period. I'm a genius, like Dr. Convertible or Tony Danza. Hmm, I wonder if the people in the Winnebago period have discovered beef jerky. Oh, what is this? The spattered blood of the dying traveler. I wonder if they have mayonnaise sandwiches. Pick up the pace, guys. We're going to want to find a safe place to make camp before sundown. I'm practically running already! Poor little fella. There he goes with that little fellow comments again. I could always give you a piggyback ride. I am unnaturally strong. Yes, I know. You mention it often enough. Ah, yes! Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have no idea what you're. I do. I, I don't understand. I have no idea what you are saying. Professor, Professor Picklepiper, 
Could you make him stop talking to me? David, would you please stop rambling? Mr. Taliesin doesn't speak rock star anyway. So you're just irritating him. Ah, yeah! Don't talk about Mr. Taliesin that way. What? What did he say? What are you saying? This is why I prefer Sammy Hagar. Did you guys hear that? It's starting to get dark, guys. There's something in the trees. For Pete's sakes, David. It's not Henrietta Pussycat or X the Owl. How many times have I told you nothing on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood is real? Mr. Rogers himself was real. Don't encourage him. Focus, colleagues. I think things are going to get a little hairy. We're almost there. We need to barricade ourselves inside and set up the ultraviolet lamps. Mr. Roth! Ah, yes! Take this machete. I call her Betty. Woo! Nice, isn't she? Prof, Teleazen, stand behind us and try not to get killed. Why can't I have a machete? Don't want you to hurt yourself, little buddy. I'm not freaking Gilligan. I can take care of myself. Pick up the pace, colleagues. Death is on the wind. No, I think that's David's clone. Woo! I think he makes it himself. Hello there, weary tourist. Have a seat, any seat. Oh, look, it looks like Jurgen's breaking the septic tank cleaners, leaving that table. Got to go clean up the crap. Hand sanitizer. I need hand sanitizer. And here we are. The spattered blood of the dying traveler. Oh, the smell in here. It's, it's... Just a little better or somehow actually worse than your own? I can't help the way I smell. I'm slowly rotting. Keep it down. We don't want to call attention to ourselves. If any of these simians realize I'm of the despicable family lineage, they'll be on us with torches and pitchforks faster than a politician on a hooker. They're not going to recognize you? Doubtful. I haven't been in the village since I was a little scientist. You'll sit at that table there. It seems to have the least amount of vomit and mouse droppings on it. So, let me get this straight. We're somewhere outside Bavaria. Correct. And neither the architecture nor the fashion has changed since the late 1800s. Who are you to challenge our traditions? Besides, if it's not broken, what's to fix? And everyone here sounds inexplicably British. What about the involvement of the word European in the phrase Eastern European? Do you not understand? Welcome to the spattered blood of the dying traveler. What can I get for you? I'll have the special. Could I see a menu? You know, actually, is it possible that you guys serve fresh brains here? Dixney on the Ainsbury. Ow, Americans! From your censor, I thought you was a local. Now, where's that book? Uh-uh. How y'all doing? Nice weather we're having here over yonder. What you cowboys hankering to done? To, to, to done have? Something about vittles. Rooting tooting? What in blazes is a rooting tooting? What the heck are you talking about? Oh, this American phrase book is rubbish. So, two of the daily special? That would be delightful. Oh, do you at least have coffee? With or without spit. Uh, 
without spit, please. Two dailies and a cup of crude oil without phlegm. Oh, are you sure? I said now spit. Just a little dribble. Now. Whatever. So what's the daily special here? Pie, of course. <laughs> oh, pie. Pie. Well, that's all the locals eat. And you claim they haven't made any progress since the 19th century. Why, they're on the cusp of gastronomic evolution. Here your mayonnaise sandwiches. Here what? My what? Mayonnaise what? I thought all the locals ate was pie. Oh, it was. The stranger introduced us. This exotic new delicacy. Can't be. There's... There's no way he could have... Oh, yeah! I know those guys! Hello, guys! Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez! <laughs> Whoa! I tried to speak your language and choked on a mayonnaise sandwich. Of all the times for Dr. Von Moron to be coherent. Don't say anything, Dr. Von Martinez! That's the zombie astronaut over there! Stop it, Dr. Von Martinez! Stop talking! Don't say anymore! Cease making noise with your stupid, stupid mouth! And the other guy is. No! Dr. Despicable! Santa Professor Despicable! You set my parents together! You set my puppy on fire! You replaced me normal liver! Folgers coughing! You mutate in my neutrinos! Folgers! Best part of waking up me are scheme! Oh, fine. I'm up with pitchforks and torches. Doc, let's leave. Doc? Way ahead of you! Wait up! <laughs> You can't escape us! You're due for a hard forking! What? What's that noise? It's them! It's nighttime, they're back! It's them! Back inside! Out the doors! Well, that didn't turn out to be so bad. Doc, look! It's the vampires! Are you sure? It looks like Dexy's Midnight Runners. Is that all? Uh, let's see, I probably have a pie on me somewhere. They don't want your pie! They want your blood! Yes, Despicable. We want your blood. My blood? Yeah, that's just icky. What's wrong with you people? Oh, yes, vampires. We need to get in the Winnebago! Oh, these sad creatures move so slowly. I I bet I could just walk up to them and... <laughs> Run, zombie! To the Winnebago! Oh, they were horrible. The way they shambled slowly along, mumbling what little language they could remember, driven only by the need to feed. You're right. They're like a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of... Uh, a bunch um, uh, of... potheads. Well, all right, potheads. I wasn't going to go there. But they only wanted to make a run for my border. Hold on, zombie. We are going for a little ride. Whoa! I didn't think we were going to make it. Nonsense! 
David and I were able to cleave at least a dozen of those things. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like this guy. He's like a German shepherd in tight pants. So, what's the prognosis? Well, the fluorescent lamps are set up. We had to use a generator since this primitive village has no electricity, but they should last us until morning. Everyone has silver crosses, stakes, and mallets, and my silver halide compound. Except for David, who seems to have... What is that? I think it's X-Body Spray. How about you, Prof? Stop calling me Prof! I've painted the seal of Peter Wilton the Great on the door. Low-level bloodsuckers like these would dream of breaking the seal of Peter Wilton the Great. I can tell you that! And this seems to be a pretty solid building, so we should be safe until morning. Tomorrow we'll search for Professor Wheaton Barley. Wait, do you hear that? Oh, vampires? No, it sounds more like a... like a... Winnebago! Oh, jeez, I'm Pete. It looks like we shook off the last of them from the Winnebago. That panel with a weird doodle on it was a door, not a drive through Well, it's a driven through now. <laughs> oh, my head. Um, my chest. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have hurt your crotch if you wore regular pants like other adults. What in the heck just happened? Oh, dear. Dr. Fiant. Despicable. Why, you... Doc? Yes? Vampires. Dozens of them. Coming this way. Wait, so... You weren't talking to me. Lord Drekiwak, Lord Drekiwak, it is time to awaken. Thank you, Mr. Tetrax. <laughs> what does this evening hold for us, Lord Drekiwak? The same as every evening. We sit and watch my plague of feral vampires slowly destroy this wretched village, one inhabitant at a time. Then Despicable Manor will once again be Drekovac Manor. Fangs for the Maladies Part 1 was written by W. Ralph Walters, with additional dialogue by Victor Gates, K.C. Locke, Brent Hinks, and Elizabeth Rast. Beatrice was Alexa Chipman. Taliesin appeared as himself. Dr. Fight was Mark Kalita. Professor Peter P. Picklepepper was Jack J. Ward. Sharky Sampson was Alistair Stewart. David Lee Roth was himself. Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez was Brent Hinks. The Defiant One pilot was Victor Gates. Miss Harridan was K.C. Locke. The innkeeper's wife was Elizabeth Rast. The innkeeper was Stevie Farnaby. The waitress was Alexa Chipman. The feral vampires were Therese Chevis, Victor Gates, Taylor Kent, 
Scott Wentworth, W. Ralph Walters, and Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Dr. Despicable appears courtesy of a plaque he didn't get and a plague he doesn't want. All other voices were by W. Ralph Walters. The theme song was performed by Astro Chimp Enos. All other music was licensed by Pro Samples or Big Fish Audio. For more Frequency of Fear, visit FrequencyofFear.com. For more Frequency Light, visit FrequencyLight.com. Oh, hello. Have you tried, friends, Oshaline Motor Fuel? Oshaline, manufactured by the Four Patrol Corporation, is the only high-octane motor fuel made from distilled seaweed. When I am driving to the movie set and I notice that I need motor fuel, I stop at my neighborhood Oshaline station and get my tank filled with that good stuff. Oh, hello, Mr. Oshaline man. I did not see you there. Are you here to enlighten us further? Yes, that's right. Oshaline, that high-octane motor fuel made from distilled seaweed, is the only motor fuel of its kind made with kelpinate. It's guaranteed to give you more miles per dollar. So try Oshaline with kelpinate today. That is what I'm here for, Mr. Oshaline man. Give my car what it is craving. Fill her up with Oshaline with kelpinate. Yeah. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.